<laughs> Welcome to Coldcast, episode eight. I'm Logan. And I'm Nate, and we are here with our guests, David and Dana. No, they are not related, even though their names start with a D. Um, That's how being related works, usually. <laughs> <laughs> All families have the same first letter. Well, it, I don't know. It could be family. Looking. At the cousins thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, we're close related. Co-workers. We're all coal we're coal fire <laughs> we're family. Coal, we're coal workers. Coal we're coaly. That was horrible. <laughs> all right. So we're gonna be talking about um, working with pen testers today. And um, Yeah, because these two aren't pen testers. Right. They're, yeah. uh, David's my boss, director. Yeah. Dana's a project manager. So I'm 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 really excited, honestly, to have like conversations about stuff that isn't you know super technical like more on the uh, like management side because mm-hmm. it's something that I'm not really privy to personally. So and David has had the pleasure of managing us both. Yeah, and he's oh, yeah. said and and I think you'd be okay with us, me talking about this. But mm. in private company, you said mm. that I was one of the best that you've worked with. I so. thought I said that to Logan the other day. I feel though. like he says that to all. Of us. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think I keep you guys motivated, man? (laughs) You are one of the brightest minds, the smartest person your industry has ever seen before. Yeah, yeah. I don't. don't Look at you guys. You're successful. You're both casters now. Yeah, Yeah. it's the pinnacle of of success. Yeah, right. The pinnacle of success. (laughs) We've made it. This is us. We've made it. Okay. You are some of our favorites. Oh. oh, well, here it is, live, documented. There, yep. there you go. All oh, right. on a second note. Let's edit that out, please. Promotion. <laughs> <laughs> you are one of our least favorite. <laughs> yeah, answering machine voice. What, you're saying on another note? Are you guys current on your reports? I am. Yeah, I just turned in one of mine. That's why you guys are the best. Yeah. So, yeah. People that don't report. Right. Um, yeah. We're going to get to that. Didn't, did you guys yeah. know each other before you started at Coal Fire? Because I know you and Justin knew each other, and then I know you know some people through Eric, right? Like yes, okay, mm-hmm. but you guys didn't. But I interact. I met him at a Christmas party, but oh, okay. did not know. Him. It wasn't like OG oh. homies, like with Justin and everything. OG, yeah, yeah I knew uh, Justin since middle school. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. oh wow, they go Dang. way back. Oh, yeah. what crazy. was what was so for our viewers who don't know who Justin is, we're talking about uh, Justin Berry. Um, no, oh. Oh, that's LaPointe. LaPointe. Oh, that one. Oh, see, I didn't even know. <laughs> oh, you know, what was La, so what was La like in middle school? Same, pretty much same guy. A little bit more hair, a little shorter, but more hair. Yeah, in middle yeah. school. Oh, yeah. like head head hair, thicker hair. I yeah. thought you meant like he was like we like, all had thicker hair, you know, yeah. twenty years ago. I you know, my mom okay. always tells me that. Okay, <laughs> so we've derailed. Um, so and then for our viewers, also Dana, you are uh, married to a pen tester. I am, yes. Yes, and we're going to be asking about that. I'm going to be asking questions oh, okay. about that. Because that's, I, I don't know what it's like to be married to a pentester because I'm not married to a pentester. Does he do weird stuff on like your home networks? Like does he mess with the lights and stuff or like yes. set up? You know, you're you're All on your own time. network because he doesn't trust you or anything like that. Yeah, he actually joked with me, which I'm not even sure if it's a real joke mm-hmm. about um, him getting an email every day about all the sites we visit every day. And it's probably not a joke. I know. I'm like, I could see are it. you for real? I don't know. <laughs> I was talking to somebody at Black Hat in Vegas about this exact thing. He's got his home network like bugged. Like he watches all of his DNS logs for that exact oh, thing. Everything, yes. every website people are going to, he has cameras everywhere, and he's got them like all correlated on a time server, so he can see like this person walked in the house at this time. This website was accessed at this time. 
and Are the you talking thing. about my husband? No. Did you? No, 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 no. Not him. Yeah. But yeah, and then this guy was like bragging about it. Like, isn't that cool? I was like, it's a little no, creepy. Yeah, it's a little bit much. But I've considered doing something similar with my network. Not like bugging it, but like blocking people off certain ways. Yeah. That's funny. So, um, yes. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about working with pen testers. And so um, one of the things I want to talk about, because there's a lot of people interested in getting into cybersecurity. And, you know, everybody wants to, well, a lot of people want to uh, become a pen tester. So I want to ask, you know, what are some things that make a good pen tester? Um, what does a good pen tester look like? And then what do you look for in hiring a pen tester and bringing a pen tester on? And then, Dana, you can shed light on, like, actually working with pen testers and what makes them uh, effective in communicating with clients and whatnot. So right. let's start with um, what's, a, what's a good... Um, what, what do you look for in hiring, making the decision to, to like hire a pen tester? Um, it's kind of an interesting question. Um, I usually look for passion, um, what their yeah. attitude is like when we first talk, um, what they're interested in. You know, you kind of like, sort of like this conversation, you like to get the conversation flowing, see um, <clears throat> what's thrilling them in the industry at this point in time, where do they see their, their careers going. And just kind of get a feel for um, the industry, get a feel for their pulse on the industry, get a feel for things that they have on their own resume, um, I think is really the biggest thing. I mean, a lot of culture fit. You know, we have a pretty strong culture at Coal Fire. Mm. I think everyone's a family, as you said. What'd you call it? Coal family? Coal leave. Uh, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. Yeah, I'll <clears throat> come up with something. Yeah, yeah, I mean, similar to you guys. <laughs> I mean, I want people that are fun to be around. I want people that everyone else is going to have fun to be around as well. You know, it's really not advantageous for any of us to bring somebody into the organization that isn't a good person. You know, if you don't want to work with that person, if you're having a conversation with them and you just find yourself either kind of tuning out at some point or um, not really getting a good sense of their passion, their excitement, their energy, um, you know, there could be a variety of things going on there. But I mean, those are just kind of the things I look for. Um and then, it, you know, you look for somebody who's technically sound. I mean, they don't have to be complete experts into the field. Uh, we have the ability to train them. That's what this organization does. And I think that's sort of what I start to look for. And then conversation, conversation just kind of goes from there. You know, I just want to make sure they fit in with our culture. Really, it's the biggest thing. Um, as you see, Nate, I mean, you fit in with the culture. I interviewed you. I mean, well, at least I tried to. I think you interviewed me more than uh, I interviewed you. <laughs> <laughs> that does yeah. happen, yeah. And Logan's actually been on a few of the interviews with me. You know, yeah. I think we interviewed a couple guys that are on the, your your team currently. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah, really? yeah. Oh, and okay. and I think we both had the same thing. We you know pre conversation beforehand what we were looking for. You know, sometimes it's good cop, bad cop. Like, I'll be the bad cop. Logan <laughs> oh, will be the good shoot. cop. I'll say, hey, Logan, which cop do you want to be today? <laughs> Those are fun interviews, the phone I, ones, because we do sort of go into it with that. It's like, all right, you grill them with the hard questions, and yeah. I'll ask them, the, like, the softballs. Like, yeah. what do you do for fun? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, every interview is different. It, I kind of view the interview much like this podcast. It's every single time you go into it, you, you have, like, a framework of where you want to go. Like, you know, eventually you're your end game, like what, you know, what you're trying to achieve, but really the setup is, is kind of, you kind of free float, you know, it's just kind of like, let me yeah. see where this person can take the conversation. Let me see how they handle adversity. Cause I'm going to be throwing adversity at them, you know, managing them every once in a while. The team's going to throw adversity at them, you know, 
just by interacting with their dynamic. And then you also have external clients that'll probably throw the most adversity into everything. So, yeah, people can't handle clients. That's like the number one thing that throws me when, when we're interviewing them is like, yeah. if they, if they have like nerves talking, cause I mean, there's that sort of like a idea that hackers are hoodie wearing basement people. But like when you're a consultant, you have to be able to talk mm-hmm. yeah. and know when not to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Dana, I feel like you've seen more of that working with pen testers and clients. Like, what are some mistakes that you see a lot of pen testers make, like when they're talking to clients, or like, or what are some good things that you've seen? Um, I see, I think most of our guys do a pretty good job. They are well spoken on the calls, they're thorough, they try to explain everything. Um, because sometimes the clients that we're on the phone with, they aren't super technical. So sometimes you guys have to break it down for them. Um, and then they have to pass it along to whoever, you know, they have to report to as well. Uh, some of the things that people probably could improve on maybe is just kind of fake it till you make it. Um, <laughs> sometimes they might stumble on their words or it, the client will try to catch us sometimes, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. uh, just to get more details and just remaining calm, being as thorough as possible and really just faking it till you make it. You want to sound confident in how you're presenting your information. Mm-hmm. So is that like a key thing? Because that sounds like a common thing between even like in, in the interview process and then talking to clients is you need to have a strong uh, presence, presentation of uh, confidence mm-hmm. when you're in both. Is that fair to say? I would say so. If, you know, it just kind of depends on the client. If they see that little weak spot or if you don't quite sound confident in this one finding that you are presenting, they might start drilling you down more. And if there's some hesitation there... I think they might start to question it, and mm-hmm. sometimes it just goes down a rabbit hole. That's good to know. Well, and on the other side, um, talking about like confidence with interviews, David and I were on an interview recently with a guy that was like overconfident. I love y'all's interview stories. Please, yeah, there's tell us, tell oh, there's so many good interviews, but like <laughs> overconfidence is definitely something you want to avoid too, though, because like you don't when you're overconfident, and you're wrong, <laughs> and you're like very clearly like BSing an answer. <laughs> But you're like, no, this is right. Like, I know for sure I'm an expert. Oh, it just, yeah. it makes it 10 times worse. <laughs> That's no good. <laughs> you have to have like humility sometimes. Oh. Y'all had a funny interview. Uh, what was the one about the guy that said something? Never heard of it. I know, I know. Gosh, I, I had to remember it. But it was something about like, um, I totally forgot. I totally forgot. It was one of uh, Hate Shape and stuff always referenced. References and it's probably all of them. Yeah, it's probably yeah. all of them. Gosh, we've I got a list of uh, the dream team of bad interviews. So if we like, kind of, oh cons- really? We, That's uh, funny. Not really. It's a, a pseudo list. But if we all <laughs> assemble, to be like the Voltron of, uh, <laughs> of the worst <laughs> candidates ever. They actually, a lot of the folks we bring in are actually really great candidates. It's just like sometimes they just don't necessarily fit with what we're exactly looking for. Yeah. Um, in that given time period, which is sometimes. Good and bad. I mean, it's, you know, take, you know, you, for instance, so when we hired you, you were then the next bar that somebody had to hop over to, to get brought on. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we use you as then the, that bar. And then the person after that, we, we sort of gauge them on the, the person after that. So it's like, hey, that person may have been great six months ago when we were looking for that level of candidate or this type of person. But now that we've advanced our team, we've advanced our culture, you know, our technical aspects that we're looking for in a candidate sort of just changes. Um, so it's like, it's really interesting the way, like, you know, you said, you know, you want somebody to be confident and 
the resume they should be confident about. You know, if you're not confident about your resume and what's on your resume, how are we going to trust you then to present something that you've tested? If you, you know, if you can't even be confident of something, you should know 100%. So it's like those kind of factors you sort of look for. How many uh, times do you see when you guys get the interviews on the resume, do people lie much? When you interview them, you're like, oh, it says that you know this. But then you interview them and you're like, ah, clearly you don't. Uh, yeah. I've caught Does that stuff. ever happen? I've never caught like straight up lies. Like, you know, I have a master's degree from so-and-so college and we'll Google it. Like, you know, nothing big like that. But I've seen a lot of people where they're like skilled with this tool or skilled with this skill set. And then we'll start asking them basic questions around that skill set and they're lost. Like yeah. test it. They'll put on, you know, at this job, I worked with mobile application testing. This sort of happened at this most recent one. Like I do this all day long and I've done this all day long for the last two years. We'll hit them with a basic question about that field. And they're like, mm. Ooh. so that's kind of rough. Yeah. Makes me want to really go back and adjust my own resume, though. How do you put a slide inside of another slide? Like, oh, 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 do you know what the shortcut for that one? Like, you could do that? But do you appreciate when people are pretty honest during the interviews? Like, I honestly don't know how to do that. Or <laughs> how would that come across? Oh. Party foul. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's fun. You know, I have an appreciation for the humility that they have, for sure. Um, I get a little bit kind of off-put when every other question is like, well, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Then I'm like, what is this document you've (laughs) handed us that you've, if you don't even know anything on it, you know? That's what I think about. Um, What are you guys laughing about? Oh, just the the, the situation. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's great. I mean, if they have a few things, it's fine. It's that's expected. We purposely are throwing questions at people that we know are going to trip them up. You know, it's just to see how they react because you know you're going to get these questions on a daily basis. Mm. But every if you're answering every single thing with with like an I don't know or you know I I don't you know I I only know a little bit of it. I'm like, well, your resume says. These 12 yeah. bullet points, you are an expert in. And so far, the first six, you're a no. You know what I mean? Ah. So that's where it starts to kind of, yeah. you know, in my head, I'm like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Really, they're kind of fibbing about this. What else are they going to fib about? Or what are we going to have to train them to not fib about? And mm-hmm. that becomes a behavioral change. You know what I mean? So you have like the technical things where we can obviously train people on because mm-hmm. everyone here is awesome. Behavioral, it becomes more difficult because you're starting to have to just things outside of just professional things as well, you know? Yeah. What about um, like when the candidate is, you know, it's like, hey, do you have any questions? I know there's all sorts of like fields of thought around like, oh, well, don't ask about pay. Don't ask about this mm-hmm. or that. And do ask these things. Like, are there any weird questions you've gotten? Like, I know I've sat on in interviews where they're like, so how'd I do? And it's like, don't ask that. <laughs> don't ask yes. that at the very end of the interview. That's awkward. Two thumbs down. Yes. <laughs> well, the truth is you did really bad. Sorry. <laughs> No, we, I don't, you haven't been a part of it. I just keep looking at you like you've been a part of right, these yeah. too. Right, yeah, do it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> what about you? Uh, There's no like PM interview <laughs> panel? Uh, for the PMs, yeah, we Good. would have a panel, but I don't sit on the. You had some tough questions. I remember your questions when we interviewed you. I don't remember what they were, but I remember mm. thinking like, man, she's asking some good questions that I think I'm lying the answers about, but. I'm confident that my lies are at least hey, plausible. Right. plausible. Wait, no. you had to. Yeah, he I interviewed, interviewed me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I thought you were saying the other way. Like PM. she interviewed you or something. No, I was like, she wait, interviewed you was me on every project. Essentially, we work on together. So <laughs> <laughs> I question myself daily. <laughs> Keeps you on your toes. It's got to, man. Yeah. You gotta. 
If you don't leave here learning something every day, you're doing something wrong, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I come in yeah. here every day, and I'm like, I think I, I know coal fire, and I know this industry well, real well. And then I leave, I'm like, man, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I don't know anything anymore, you know? And I go home, and I'm just Googling all night. I'm like, dude, was that? Yeah, yeah, we've had a couple of those lately where we're yeah dicking through some every day, every day. It's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, what was the original question? (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember. You asked me something. Oh, interview questions. Yeah, like when people ask. Nah, waiting for the Area Fifty (laughs) One invasion questions to start coming in. So um, (laughs) the the weird, the weird ones, jokey. I want somebody to give me one of those. So if anyone's listening, do I look at the which camera to look at? (laughs) (laughs) Ask me one of those questions, and you're immediately hired. That would be awesome. Do you know? Yeah, Yeah. you'll know they watch Colcast. Yeah, that's a good point. We've never had anybody. Well, did we have anybody bring up Colcast? I had we had recently a client that did bring it up. A client, yeah. Oh, they brought it up to us. Good job, guys. We're making that money. In what way? (laughs) No, they said they listened. Yeah, they said they definitely listened. I didn't get a review if it was good or bad. Oh, Um, well, they listened. But they listened. So you have one listener out there, guys. Let's keep them thrilled. (laughs) (laughs) That's the client. All right, clean it up. Clean it up. (laughs) What do you want us to talk about? (laughs) Blockchain, um, (laughs) cryptocurrency. so can you walk us through uh, like your typical, like what does what a typical uh, interview look like at Coal Fire? Like what happens? So you get a call. Or, like what what does a typical interview look like? I, you know, oh, man. You were I interviewed. Think, yeah. I, I bet it kind of varies between which director is actually doing the interview because I think they all have their own little different styles. But it does usually start with a recruiter. Uh, you might go back and forth with them a few times, uh, do an initial phone call. Probably with that recruiter, do another phone call um, with the person who will probably be interviewing mm-hmm. with you, and then maybe another person that's next in the food chain, and then scheduling a in person on site. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I I free flow. Sometimes, like I said, I'll have a, an agenda like you guys with your papers here, and then it'll just go right out the window. You know <laughs> yep. what I mean? Yeah. Because there's different things you look for in every candidate. You know, you might have like a great team, but you're like, man, what we're really lacking right here is people that can do push-ups well. I don't know. I'm just, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It just, we need someone to carry the boxes. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. need somebody who's a good box carrier. Let's see if we can get in here. You know, it's like, maybe yeah. it's like, hey, we really want somebody that's like strong in APIs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe we bring somebody in that can like test APIs and, and they can kind of, <clears throat> we can kind of mold everything else around that. And then they can also learn from that person. It just really depends on yeah the interview or e interviewee or what the team's looking for. So um, it is a it is a sense of like looking at what you have right now and saying okay, so we're actually pretty solid on APIs. We mm-hmm. need somebody who's strong in like uh, internals or something. So I mean, I gotta yeah. satisfy Dana's uh, project needs. I was gonna say needs, yeah. but that probably would sound really <laughs> not right. so yeah. 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 clarification. Project oh, needs. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we can, we can <laughs> add that one out. What are, what are, some, dark of the, real quick. What are some of the needs, though, that we have right oh, now? I mean, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are growing so fast, so come play Coal Fire. Um, but usually web apps, APIs, mobile testing, uh, I think it's just the wave of the future. I mean, everything's going online, so mm-hmm. for people to only want to do external and internals, I mean, that's great, but... I mean, everything's just going online. So, I mean, just there's so many web apps to test. Yeah, that's People one area that expect I, it. I think like training and stuff needs to catch up on that too. Like a lot yes. of the training and certifications that are popular in pen testing right now are around like network stuff. Yeah. Like the OSCP is still the big one. And that's like intern, like it's, you know, run a scan and map stuff. 
And that's like most of our work is APIs, I've noticed at this point. Like, so It's a lot. Yeah, a lot of web apps, a lot of APIs. That's probably the good bulk of it. I'm seeing a lot of mobiles, mobile apps coming through as well. That's coming one through. thing I was curious on because mm-hmm. I want to take a SANS class, the GMOB class, and get that certification because it. I've heard it's a really good class for learning mm-hmm. mobile app stuff, but last time I saw that like skill matrix thing that we use internally, it said that like we don't get that many mobile app tests. Yeah. But are, are we starting to now? Because this was like six months yes. ago, I think. Yeah, I do. I see a lot of them coming through, and hmm. that skill set is limited. So learn mobile apps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, because, yeah, it's definitely something we need. And a lot of code review. Seems like doing a lot of really? code review lately. Yeah, seems like that's popping up a little bit more. Huh. And since you mentioned OSCP, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> offset plug coming in. No, um, how important is like entry or uh, certs when you know you're hiring like an entry level candidate? So like, how important is OSCP and the other ones that? Um, are out you know, there? I think experience really outweighs certifications. And I, I was going to tie in college degrees with that as well. So like, I mean, how much you does know, that really matter? It doesn't. <laughs> Should I say that? Confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. Confirmed. I mean, it matters. We talk about this every podcast. You know, sometimes I feel that your college degree like, gives you that foundation knowledge that sometimes the folks without it don't have. And as like, the writing ability. I mm. feel like you write so much in college that you can tell when somebody comes in sometimes without a college education and they give you a writing sample. And it's borderline illiterate sometimes. Um, there's no well. I've you seen. Laugh. I've seen what you're talking about, Lewis. You you've seen it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I know what you mean. And, and I don't mean illiterate in a bad sense. Yeah. I just mean it's like it's tough to follow. Like they don't have a narrative. They don't know structure. They don't because right. when you write yeah. a report, it has to flow. Then mm-hmm. we've talked about this many times. Mm-hmm. Your report is like once upon a time I was pen testing your environment. <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. This Story lovely time. public ex- right. IP came yeah. available, and uh, you know, and yeah. I exploit. You know what I mean? So that's like how you want to write your report. So when you, I interview you and. When I see you don't have a degree, it's when I see you don't have a degree, I don't really care. It's not like a first thing I look at. I'm like, they don't have a degree. They're out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when they come in, I can do some sort of pattern analysis, and I can say, and I look at the writing, and then I can see they don't have a degree, and, and the writing was bad. So I'm like, maybe that's a correlation. Maybe it's not. But then it's like, then I also so I have to train. That's another check bar uh, I make. I, like I, we have to train them on writing, report writing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that's I, hard to train on. Yeah, it's yes. difficult. You know, have they had Pente's experience in the past? Yes, okay, so then they had, so then maybe then the degree is not important because they probably know how to write a Pendesk report. So it's like, eh, you know, half and half really at that point. Um, but then like the certifications, you know, if they have their OSCP, I think that definitely helps them for sure because if they have the ability to pass that, then you have to believe that they had a passion and they were working on this on their own. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whereas like you'll you'll see people that don't have it and then they don't have really a network background, you know, and then maybe they're not pursuing things outside of their job or what they're currently doing. So if you, I applied for a pen test role and I'm not a pen tester, mm-hmm. what shows me that you actually wanted the job? You know, did you, are you pursuing certifications? Mm-hmm. Are you pursuing external, you know, avenues? Yes or no. And that's where, that's where the certifications in my mind start to kind of weigh in a bit more. Um, so yeah, like assessing passion. Dang, that's really good. I didn't, I, I didn't even think. I thought it was more of like, a, okay, 
who are we going to hire? Okay, who has what? And you're looking at a stack of papers and it's like, okay, OSCP, okay, yeah, let's put him here. Nothing, okay. I thought it was more like that. I mean, those get you in the door. I yeah. mean, you know what I mean? They're filters. It's it's like, you know, you didn't have, I don't think, a degree or a PMP, right? I do not. And you're awesome at it. Ah, see, I was going to yeah. ask about that, yeah. like certifications on that side. Yeah. Yep. I uh, usually on my LinkedIn, because I do lack my degree, I do try to get more recommendations just to help offset yeah. that. Nice. But I think you're one of like the favorite favorite people, like amongst the clients, amongst pen testers. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I work really hard to try to make it happen. <laughs> what about like the CISSP and stuff? Like, is is there pressure, I guess, on you guys to get certifications like that, like PMP degree, CISSP? I don't feel any pressure really. It's something that I'd like to do on my own. It's just finding the time to get it done. That's really the issue. Is just but there's time. not like stuff coming down from up top, like get certified. No, I don't feel that pressure. I mean, of course they encourage it, you know, get your PMP. Obviously I need to, that should be my first step. But personally, I think it would just during our pen test, so I could try to be on your level. So when we're having that technical conversation back and forth, I just have a little bit more education and knowledge on that. So I personally would like to get, you know, one of the foundational technical certs just Security Plus is really yep. good for that. Like, it's one of those certs. Just got to find the time. I need to make time. That's what it is. <laughs> That's one thing that I've noticed is definitely different about, like, the technical side of pen testing versus, like, the more managerial side. And I guess this goes into, like, sort of a question. Um, there's a lot of pressure, it feels like, on technical pen testers to have, like, a big part of your free times and hobbies be pen test, like, hacking stuff. And right. I just don't, is that similar for you guys? Like, are you guys expected, like, why don't you do s- spreadsheets for fun at home? Like, um, ah, that sounds like a double standard question. Yeah, it's like, it's oh. sort of a double standard, ah. right? Who's pressuring you? <laughs> well, well, I don't know. Let's crack it. It's more just like the, <laughs> no, like the society, I guess, like, which yeah, we live in a society. It is implied. Which society? <laughs> <you guys laughs> <know>. American society. <laughs> Well, just like other pen testers are like, you know, oh, well, why aren't you hacking at home? Why aren't you, yeah, you like, why don't question. you use Linux as your desktop? Or why don't yeah. you, what does your home lab look like? Yeah, you use an iPhone. What's oh, wrong with you? Like yeah, you're expected true. to sort of be, that have is, that whole hacker yeah. life. Whereas I, yeah. when you're a PM, like you can have hobbies outside of that. You're not like, oh, sure. you're the PM. You must be like a PM type of person. <laughs> I mean, it does flow into my personal life where <laughs> you can, I, just because it's your personality you know, this right. is how you operate to be successful as a PM. You just have those certain qualities and so it like just flows through the rest of your life. That's not too far off. We're not like way out in the void somewhere. No, I don't think we are at no, all. No, I don't I think, think so. I think we're pretty standard. Okay. Yeah. Because I best. know. Actually, no, we're the best. We're the best. Yeah. We, I mean, we do things oh, no, the that's best what I've way, heard. obviously. Well, yeah. I've heard you're the best. I've heard you guys are actually the best. I've heard you're the best. Whoa. Turns out we're all the best. Who would have thought? That's funny. Well, because like I've heard from Marcello when we were talking to him about Black Hills that they mm-hmm. sort of joke that it's like a pirate ship, right? Like the pen testers run the project. There's no project managers. They yeah. all report to the CEO. It just seems kind of wild. Like a, wow, yeah, that's, that seems pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah right? there's no office. Yeah, like everybody just there's like 15 employees or whatever. They all report to the CEO. Oh wow! And they all are running their own projects from start to finish. Client calls, sales kickoff type stuff. Get like, it, get it, guys. See, I would See, love to be on those types up. of kickoff calls. <laughs> yeah. Put you on some kickoff calls and some some sales calls soon. Get me on sales calls. With that good hair, man. You'd be perfect <laughs> on the sales calls. <laughs> you know 
what? Yeah. I, I figured out this hairstyle. This is the Stranger Things look. The, the newest one. I haven't seen season three yet. And it's the <gasps> guy with the sailboat outfit, whoever that guy is. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Oh. That's the look he's got going on Like right the guy that has a baseball hairspray. bat? Yeah, yes. yeah, him. Yeah. yeah. That's the look you got I'll going take on. it. It's That's fast. a compliment, Thank I think. You. Thank Just you get guys. the sail oh. outfit and you'll be straight. I used moose today. I got <laughs> some moose. moose. Huh? Yeah. I don't know how it works, but I sprayed that puppy in. <laughs> you need a killer mustache, too. No. I, I can't yeah, grow a mustache. I can't grow I a good mustache. mustache. He needs a mustache. I would love to have a mustache. Doesn't work out. <laughs> no. You're saying yeah. no to the mustache? Negative. I'm going to come in with it someday. I'm saying you, you need the mustache. Ask your wife about and you need that. an IROC Camaro, <laughs> she says no too. too. Okay, well, then there you go. She, what'd you say? <laughs> you need an IROC Camaro, too. Like a, like, a, like a 91. All I heard was, oh, I could see him in a Camaro. Yeah, yeah. oh, I rock like Camaro a with a mustache. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that is, God. but I thought you said eye patch the first time. Like when I heard eye, get I was eye, like, get eye, get eye patch, patch too. Yeah. You might as well. Yeah. <laughs> spice it up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, spice it up. That's right? funny. We've digressed. Um, <laughs> let's talk about clients. Ah. We'll see how much we can tell. Without know, saying right? names yes. of the clients. Yeah, without, without <laughs> the clients. So what are some of the common mistakes that you see clients making um, when they're on calls and things like that? Are they like, sometimes they're like not familiar with their network or something? Or like, what are some things? Uh, I would probably say, yeah, that is one of the most common. They're just not quite familiar. Uh, sometimes I just feel bad for our clients. You can tell when somebody just got thrown into this or mm. they're brand new. I had that happen. Um, it was one of our projects, and this poor guy just got thrown into it. I think he was with the company for like two weeks, and they're like, here, manage this big PCI test. I mean, and they're international, and it just, this guy was sinking and swimming. So we try to work with him as best as possible. Uh, I think that's one of the best things about Coal Fire is we really do try to take care of our clients, and we try to do the best we can. So when people run into that, we try to help them out. Mm-hmm. And he needed it. <laughs> That's a rough spot to be in. Oh my god! It is. I just felt bad for the guy. You know, we just had another client where, like, their whole admin team—they just all walked out. Oh wow! And so, yeah, the PM was kind of stepping in, trying to get technical, and then they just had some newbie who was not as technical as he probably could have been. Uh, you know, I mean, the, it it happens. So we just kind of got to roll with the punches and just get to the finish line as best as possible. Mm. What's like the ideal um, like project look like? Oh, what's what's the perfect like? If you can ask for something, like what's the perfect thing? Quick communication, nice people being polite. That is always a plus because we don't always get that. Um, and we have a request for information RFI mm-hmm. when clients fill that out on time. <laughs> That's probably the biggest key. If they fill that out completely, fully, our kickoff calls usually go perfect quickly and. There's no issues, really. And then that also ties into if they know their network, because sometimes they have to get more information or mm-hmm. they put down IP. And then once we have the kickoff call, they'll have all of their people from their side on. And then somebody chimes in like, that's not the right IP. No, that's not what we're doing. No, this is out of scope. This is in scope. And But that's why we have kickoff calls. Make sure we get that out of way before testing actually begins. I've been on calls like that before where the, uh, no, it's this way, no, it's this way, like too many cooks in the kitchen yes. on the client mm-hmm. side type thing. Like everybody's saying something different. Yep. Those are the best calls. <laughs> Sometimes I do like to just sit back and watch. Well, just, just let me know when I need to turn in. for an hour. <laughs> see where this one goes. You guys figure it out and get back to me. Unfortunately, I have another yeah. kickoff call, so if we can fight faster, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the express argument. <laughs> 
So, like, what about from, like, the pen testers and, like, uh, what is the pen tester doing in that perfect scenario? Like, what does the perfect pen tester look like? Uh, I usually, excuse me, would want them to vet the RFI with me as well. Sometimes I get it right before the kickoff call. Sometimes I'll have it the day before, very rarely a couple days before. But I do lean heavily on our pen testers, since I'm not technical, to just make sure what the client filled out is accurate. I mean, they're going to be the ones pen testing the environment too, so it behooves them as well to ask the questions and to make sure it's accurate. But um, if something's not lining up right, uh, I mean, I wouldn't know. I I can I know a little bit, but I've had a few cases where a pen tester caught something that maybe I wouldn't have. And yeah, so definitely need them to lend their expertise technically. Usually during that RFI when we review the technical part, that's when I lean on them. And I chime them in so they know when they're about up on stage. Yeah. At <laughs> uh, home, uh, yeah. John, you're about to be on the call. Basically, yes. Yeah. And not talk on mute. That's always good. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. The mute gets the best of us. Yeah. Yeah. That happens to everybody. I've seen that. Yes. Good old mute button. <laughs> I won't judge. Or the rare double mute where you're muted on one thing, but like the soft phone thing's not muted. Sketchy. It does. <laughs> oh, and those delays, those are super fun when you're on a call and everybody starts talking over each other because it's the delay and everybody's like, let's just hurry up and get this done and get off the call. Oh, no, you go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that just makes it awkward. But Or toilet flushes. Oh, oh no. Has that happened on a call? <laughs> uh, twice, I think, for me. I hear people, clients, or I hear the client eating, or I think people forget. When their monitor is on, so that's always fun during a kickoff call. Oh, no. I enjoy it. It, You know, it's like the spice of my life. Like, oh, yes, I saw something interesting today. (laughs) You see people... No, she hears it. Uh, Well, you said their monitor's on. Oh, Oh. yeah, sometimes their monitors are on, so I'll just watch them eat away or... Oh, eating a sandwich Um, shirtless. Got a bat in the cave. I have the sticker over my webcam. Yeah, Yeah. we have clients every now and then that, uh, very rarely, but it does happen where they require us to have our video cams on. Oh, no. Yeah. That's weird. Mm -hmm. It is weird. Why do you think that people do that? Um, They say they they like to see our reactions to make sure that we are understanding that everybody's on the same page. Oh, okay. Make sure you're not just going, "Uh uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes, I know. I'm kind of a hypocrite because I don't want to turn my webcam on, but I love to see other people. So (laughs) I have turned my webcam on. A yeah. few times voluntarily, but not many times. Okay. I can't wait till we have like hologram meetings How where we can do that, that thing where we have something up there and it like broadcasts everybody oh, into the chairs. Able to Star Wars meeting. Yeah, Star Wars style. That's <laughs> yeah. cool. Webcams like get too busy, too yeah. many cameras on. Yeah. I mean, you were a, a PM before as well. Any yeah. no, I never, fun things that I never stick out? I never did any video. Well, a couple, but we never, none, nothing like that. I never saw anybody going to the bathroom or eating a Subway sandwich and falling on their chest. Yes. <laughs> well, those are the best. I'm like, I'm like, I was missing out. You're on making me hungry. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I should have had lunch we'll go, before the call. We'll go yeah. get sandwiches Mighty after good Krispy Kreme you got there, sir. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> no, I, never once. Never once. Like, I'm kind of surprised, actually. No, yeah. Well. Yeah, it would have been a fabulous experience. Yeah. Would have I'm pretty laid back, so I don't. I don't judge too hard. I like to see it. <laughs> Eat that sandwich. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Got a little something right here. <laughs> um, so what about like internal stuff for PMs and directors? Like, um, you know, we have Hexacon coming up where it's going to be a ton of like technical talks and stuff. Is there like a 
a track for you guys? Are you guys doing anything separate? Like, are there lunch and learns for PM and director stuff? No, we are in everything you guys are, which I actually enjoy because, you know, like I've been getting a lot of red teams lately. So have you? Yep, I do. I think it just kind of comes maybe because he handed off a lot of stuff. I think maybe you had a lot of red teams and maybe I started getting them. And Mm -hmm. also when I get paired up with certain people, I get more red teams that way. But um, so I do like to sit on those tracks when people do like the red teams. I'm going to be looking forward to that one just to see if there's anything I don't know or what to expect or things of that nature. That's pretty cool. Like just getting involved with technical side a little bit yeah also when we do debriefs and we're going through the findings i mean i kind of hear you pick things up over the course of time because you hear the same things over and over and so you get the understanding but uh, just to have a more in-depth that's you know i don't want to have to always rely on you guys you know if i can field questions and concerns with the clients before having to loop you guys in it's always good because i want to have to bother you guys the least was Bother that? them. <laughs> They're the best. They can handle They are it. the best. These two right here are the best. Yeah, uh, I love being bothered. They're the best. Yeah. <laughs> Be careful what you ask paper. for. <laughs> Just kidding. Can down. we get that in writing? Sorry, were you going to say something? Yeah, was yeah. that like a hurdle for you guys? Uh, like getting on to a pen testing company? Like did you guys have to like suddenly go learn a bunch of stuff? Or did it just sort of like come naturally over time? I think it comes, so um, I do have an associate's, which was in information technology. So I did have um, a little bit of background, so it wasn't like I was just completely new. Uh, But for project management, I think it's just a process. Um, The job I did before this, it was just a different industry, same thing. So I think you pick it up fairly easily. But then, yeah, when you hear the technical things, um, since I'm married to a pen tester, that definitely helps. But also, yeah, as you hear it more often... You do see those findings come up. You learn more about them on the debriefs, and you just kind of pick it up as you go. Now, I have a question, and I really don't want to ask it. Um, I don't. This is this is more for the public or whatever, and this is a term that I the hear out fan? there. Huh? The one listener? No. no. Yeah, 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 yeah for, one listener. This is for the one so listener that we have. Right that one. Sorry, <laughs> Nate, I need to apologize on that one. But we'll you are technically considered a woman in tech. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't. Ish. Yeah. So, how is it being a woman in tech? What's that like? I, I mean, I wouldn't quite say I'm a woman in tech since I'm not actually doing the technical pieces. Yeah, I'm just yeah. kind of helping facilitate those. But um, I think if isn't it if you work in IT? I don't know how it works. I think my head does count. Okay. Towards IT, just because I am in lab, so it does. Oh yeah, count. Um, I mean, I think it's fun. I'm also a lot more laid back. I don't really get offended yeah. very easily. I think it takes a lot to push me over the edge. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could say whatever the craziest things, and it's not going to bother me. But um, so for me, I think it was easy to integrate with all the men, and there's okay. really no issues. We have a few women on our team, and I think we all get along pretty well. I'd say so, yeah. Aren't yeah. The, are the majority of the PMs ladies? I have no idea. No, I'd probably no. say half and half now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. So well, like, actually, it's just like Adam and Justin. Yeah. And Brittany's gone now, so they'll say in myself. Yeah. and yeah, Well, so in the alpha, well, nationally, I mean, I thought. Nationally? Oh, I or would definitely say project management, if I had to guess, is more yeah, women. Yeah, UK. The UK. Do they have their own project manager? <laughs> they, they do. I caught on to what he was doing. <laughs> 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 ha, 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 ha. <laughs> okay, people. 
All right. Uh, yes. Okay. So I just wanted to get your take on that. I'm sorry. I just. Oh, yeah, no, you're fine. See what people think about it. I don't I mean, think it's a, a big deal. I don't even think about it. Do people it. think yeah. about it? People, yeah. The I women in the tech the thing. Yeah. They think about that stuff? Yeah. Well, it does seem like it's a big thing. Now. And one of the newer things that I've seen, especially on like Twitter, is like a lot of women in tech saying they don't want women in tech to be a thing anymore. They're like, shut up about it. Yeah, that's what like, I feel exactly. Like, yeah. That is a thing. Why are you making it something? I just I mean, I know I, they want to get their numbers and people just like get more women into it. Did, yeah. Come on, I did not. I don't want to talk about it. It was for the viewers. Well, so when you talk about it, and then right. now you've been single. I've interviewed out. a few like, women. I never look at their resume and, and never think. Oh, this is a woman. Where yeah. Oh, we got to get her because oh, no. we yeah. need more. I, I feel like Coldplay is actually pro. Like yeah. they definitely want to try to even the playing field, and mm. so I think you might have a leg up. I don't know. They definitely want to make sure everybody has equal rights, and it's pretty good here. We have good culture. It's definitely. I will say, Coldfire is definitely aware. Yes. That's one of the things. It's definitely yeah. aware of um, like you know stigmas and all this stuff. And yes, they are. I know. Our leadership does its best. Stigmas? Don't play with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, ah, never mind. I can't remember. David's stigmas thing. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a discombobulating person to interview. Yeah. It's <laughs> I'm very difficult. Oh, for wow. sure. You want me to put the sunglasses back on? Oh. <laughs> you can't look into his eyes and see. Can't see what I'm really thinking. Yeah, <laughs> super chill now. Change okay. the vibe. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. So I feel like cool. if if we were to interview somebody at the South Office, especially the woman thing, would be kind of hard to ignore just because we've sat in on what I, I've personally sat in on like twenty or thirty interviews since I've been at Coal Fire. Not a single one has been a woman. So like, if there is a woman pen tester coming in to interview, uh, I feel like it would just be impossible to be like, oh, you know, just another pen tester, whatever. I've interviewed two so far. Like over the phone? or Mm -hmm. Yeah, none of them have come on site yet. Actually, we we did for one of the the persons to another team. I don't recall if she came on site or not. Mm. But yeah, I don't... I don't know the reason for that, honestly. Maybe one of Nate's stigmas that he speaks of. No, you know what? Let's just do it. Let's go there. We're going there. I don't. I when I interview, I don't look at really anybody. This it's is weird. Like, right. I don't sometimes even look at their names. I'm, I, I'm like, well, who's this person coming on site again? And they're like, oh, it's that person. I'm like, and then I have to look at their actual resume to remember what what their skill set was. Oh, he was the jujitsu guy. Yeah, like why the, we, oh, this is the person that was great at mobile apps. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's like they show up on site and they could be anybody at that point. <laughs> but True. Like, you just look for good people, man, is the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's yeah. like how will they work within our dynamic of this little yeah. They'd be welcome we here, have. open arms, mm-hmm. I think, just like anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the way I look at everybody, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So, do you guys read books on like the topic of like people management and stuff? Like, because I've found that that's really popular in the yeah. hackery circles is like social engineering books, like Machiavelli stuff. You yeah, guys do that I at have, all? Yeah, for sure. No, no. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, Any I recent did. ones? Like good ones? <sighs> Probably not applicable really to this. A lot of like self help type books. I mean, I feel like a lot of management is managing your own expectations of yourself and then portraying that energy out to everyone else. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Like I don't, I don't necessarily read books on like how to control people. You know, I don't know. Machiavelli would have to do with that, but uh, maybe you guys can enlighten me on his principles a little bit. Well, Uh, so his whole thing was the 
Prince. Uh, it's the same exact so like yeah. the how to control people thing. Is like you should be ruthless. You should be intimidating. Yeah. Stuff like that. And like oh, I've heard that no. it's popular just because of social engineering. Like a lot of people that love the on-site social engineering stuff, where you're like calling people or emailing them or going on site and like I'm I'm your cable guy or whatever. Like mm. they're also into that whole thing of like people manipulation. So I don't know. I just uh, thought there was some I mean, overlap. Well, as a project manager, yes, I think you kind of have said something similar along those lines. I mean, we deal with people, so you have to be able to read people. I might be able to be straightforward with one pen tester and be more on him, like, where's that report? And he's totally fine, whereas maybe another person might need to be a little bit more gentle or a little bit more friendly when we ask. Uh, I think it's just reading people and their personalities and to know what threshold and how you get to approach them. Yeah, I agree. Everybody's different. Yeah, I think everyone's different. I mean, you just can't blanket manage everybody. Yeah. It's like case by case, person by person, project by project. Mm-hmm. You know, we might have somebody that's like like you two guys are the best in the world, and you might get on <laughs> one of her projects, and the client just, or the project might just beat you down, and we have to then eventually manage the expectations of either you guys or the clients a bit differently than we normally would individually. You know, so if you guys come in for a one-on-one with me, I can you know, talk to you guys a certain way, but when we're on a project, it might be a completely different way. You might be having a complete mental breakdown on that project, mm. and, and I'd have to completely change the way I talk to you, you know? It's just, uh, but I, I feel like, to me, in my own personal opinion, I feel like it's like, if I can understand how I react to things, I think it would help me better manage mm-hmm. you guys, you know? Hmm. That makes yeah. sense, yeah. It's so, like, figure out myself first, yeah. you know? How do you guys manage, like, because I know you, you're dealing with, like, dozens of projects at a time where we're dealing with, like, one or two. Do you, oh, yeah. I, you have a OneNote I've seen before. Yeah, where, I love OneNote. I yeah, know, I've, I need to use that more. I, I use my it. email for everything. That's I don't know why I even like it either. Yeah. I, never, <laughs> I never took notes in school. Not once. No. no and not now you're, like, on it. you're forced to with this, aren't you? Like, if you don't have notes, don't you? Yes. Yeah. I, don't say you I start recording my kickoff calls. It's nice. Oh, like actually recording them on video or? Um, or like, well, yeah, like on GoToMeeting or yeah. Fuse that we use. Um, just So it's just audio and then yeah. our screen. But right. yeah, just as a PM, like I'm taking notes and I'll take it. But if it starts getting super technical and people are using acronyms, I'm like, what did he just say? Or if I miss something, like I can't, like you have to keep taking your notes. I can't stop and ask. And so I feel like just having that recording helps me out a lot or, you know, just for proof. And for clarity, you notify them that you're recording. Yeah, and it notifies them too, so it's not like you can hide it. For our listeners, it's like, oh, they're tapping? Wow. Oh, gosh, no, yeah, good point. No, everybody is aware. (laughs) I don't do it for every single one. But (laughs) Is Colorado a one-party recording consent state? Yes. I think it is. See, so everybody can do that. You just have to inform them, Don't want to do anything, (laughs) Shiesty. Yeah. I'm recording. Um, And we have this super awesome Coal Fire One portal where we share documents with clients and everything. I put it there so everybody can see, so it's not like it's hidden everywhere. I want everybody to have access to it. Just maybe the client needs to reference it. What what happened on the kickoff call? What did we say? Um, and I need it too. So I just like to have that. I've got it's a suggestion a for times. that one, actually. You can focus on taking notes that you know, and then you have the technical person take the technical notes. 
Mm. So we force the people that are the best, like a Nate and uh, Logan. Oh, like an engagement lead. Yeah, yeah. Oh. See? And I feel we've come full circle, folks. I feel like the technical people would be down for that as long as that expectation set. Because like as right long now, as I, know, yeah. I I count entirely on the PMs taking notes for all those call type. Like because my mm-hmm. notes is whatever the PM emails write me this after one the down, call. Logan, mm-hmm. for our next one on one. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. <laughs> no, actually, yeah, like take technical notes and. Well, get, like, I mean, it goes good... back to the interviews. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you interview somebody, you look at those skills. I mean, it's like how well they're taking notes in their own resume or their own writing prompt that they give us, you know? So it's like, those are the things that mm-hmm. as your career progresses, you're going to be strongest in. So like you might be, like you just said, I think you guys both said this after work, you know, why is everyone so focused on the technical things? Like mm-hmm. why isn't she doing spreadsheets after work? Why aren't you setting up your home network? But the other things go into it as well. It's like, why are you, maybe you should be working on your professional skills, you know, and mm-hmm. those will help you advance your career just as fast. Like train to your weaknesses instead mm-hmm. of strengths. Yeah. 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 I mean, you guys have strong technical abilities, but a lot of you don't have strong people consulting, skills, consulting yeah. skills, um, maybe writing skills, like those things as well. I don't think people focus a lot on. I mean, I think it's mm-hmm. uh, kind of a disservice to the industry sometimes when you have you know, mid-level to senior folks that don't have any project management experience. They've never taken a project management class. You know what I mean? Because eventually you're going to have to lead a project. Mm-hmm. That, you know, that's sort of your job. Mm-hmm. And you want to have that ability. And you want to at least understand the flow. I mean, if she's putting in the work to learn you what you guys are doing, I feel like it's reciprocal. Like you guys should learn at least how to manage a project or, you know, how to manage in general. And the, you went back to the CISSB. Mm-hmm. And I would say that's probably what you could use that for as well. It's, yeah. You know? That makes sense. Because I imagine, like, if you guys were on a project with a pen tester that's, like, senior that's, you know, oh, well, they've been with Coal Fire for six or seven years, the expectation is that they're pretty much going to be able to run the show and you're not going to have to hold their hand. You would hope? Yeah. yeah. We would hope. Yeah. So um, that would yeah, be awful if it wasn't the case, right? Like they're here for six or seven mm-hmm. years and they need you for everything. Is that does that happen? <laughs> stop! Like, stop! Stop! <laughs> <laughs> Hypothetically, hypothetically, stop, stop, Logan. <laughs> maybe that's rough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I also feel like that's part of my job, too. Yeah. So I mean, on one hand, it's like yes, I want them to take the reins and they kind of know or to be present or. I think it's set up to where they. We're senior, like if you're a senior, you don't really need to because of how it's set up. Like we got people like Dana, whatever, and you know people who can actually who will manage the project. So you don't actually need to, you, even though you should. It's like a crutch, yeah. kind of. That's what that I've been using it like a crutch personally. Like after talking about this, like with the notes that you guys take, I've realized, yeah, like I just sort of like, oh, she'll handle yeah. it and let me know what I need to do. Basically. I also tried to pull up, um, you know, we'll have our rules of engagement on the screen when we do our kickoff call. So we try to modify, or at least I try to put everything in there as much as I can. So that way there shouldn't be any separate notes. Everything should be in that one document. So you should theoretically already have everything in that one document. That's nice. Having one That is the hope. Yep. (laughs) What else do you guys use? Like, isn't uh, Microsoft has like MS projects or something, right? Or like Uh, Teams. Teams? Uh, not. It's not. What's the thing that has like project flow charts where you like track? It's project. Is that mm-hmm. called project? Do you guys use that at all? Not. I here. figured it was used for. No, no but uh, Teams has some add-ons that you can use, so oh. we'll use that. But sometimes our projects just go so fast; it'll literally take more time to set up a project than actually just getting through <laughs> it. So I think it just depends on the level of the project. 
I mean, sometimes I have projects that last months and months and months. So it's beneficial to use those. But when you have a quicker one that's kind of in and out, it's not really worth it. Yeah, that makes sense. All that time setting up stuff around it. Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. So for people who are um, wanting to work for Coal Fire one day, um, what what are some things they can do to, like, prep um, to become a pen tester if they want to become a pen tester and work for us? What are some things they can do to prep? Or should do to prepare. I mean, I think we touched on a lot of things here. I mean, the having some level of project management experience, I think, is actually a pretty good plus. Okay. Um, good writing skills, ability to hold a story. Yes. Uh, ability to communicate, um, be a team member, have a good attitude, positivity. Um, some technical ability is definitely a plus. Um, I think. We get a lot of folks that have years and years of network experience, and um, they want to convert to pen testing. I think that's a plus. I think you don't have to be a pen tester to come to Coal Fire or even mm-hmm. to come to labs. We can make you one. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's and nice the, to see a lot of people from the blue team side come over mm-hmm. to be a pen tester as well because we interact with usually the blue team, you know, for their defenses and – when a pen tester knows what that person's going through, like you don't want to whitelist us or, you know, mm-hmm. allow us on your network. People are always sketchy of letting us put drones on their network. And mm-hmm. so just being able to know what they're kind of going through on that side, I think is also a plus. Have you, the not allowing drones on the network, not whitelisting thing, have you guys uh, had to deal with that a lot? Like clients being sketched out by the work that we're doing? Like Yes. <laughs> I know. I know. We've personally had a client that was like, "You better not use our passwords on this phishing thing," like threatening to sue and all this stuff because they said we were going to steal their passwords. Like, it's kind of the point of a pen test, <laughs> right? Yes, uh, I think every client has their rules of engagement where you can't go do this, you can't do that. So, you know, we were talking about internals. Everybody likes to do internal network pen testing. Well, yeah, that would be great if we didn't have any rules or limitations. You'd probably have a load of fun, but. The fact is, when we get these engagements and we have to do internal pen test, there are certain things in scope and certain things not in scope, and you just don't get to do the Wild West and go do whatever you want to do as well. So there's always limitations at some point. I would love a Wild West engagement. That would be fun. <laughs> you get those like a few times a year. Those are fun. Yes, a few t- I have had some of those, and those are fun. You know, stress you out. No, well, okay, so they sometimes stress me out when yeah. it's, like, Wild West and you have a week. It's, like, you have too much work to, yeah. like, you're, yeah. like, what all can I do in a week? Yeah. But Wild West and three weeks, a month? Yes. Mm. Yeah, there's fun, one yeah. I'm thinking of right now that we had it for about a month, and we got to do whatever we wanted to do. Mm. It wow. was so fun. I don't uh, really have much else. Yeah. Do you guys have anything you want to talk about or shout out or, you know, plug wrap up before we... Get good on those reports. (laughs) (laughs) Report good. It's our demise, probably for pen testers and PMs. Got to be good at those. Learn to write. Yeah. Learn to write. I was going to say, how much of it, like, if you can pie chart, because people like listening, like, to me, when I listen to stuff, I need, like, a pie chart. I need it very clear, simple. So, like, if you could pie chart a pen tester, like, what would that pie Look like like would love technical it. ability like uh, let's say starting starting out starting out meaning well let's say let's say well actually let's say mid level like a mid level like solid a Logan? like a Logan. Oh. Logan. Oh. I'll, I'll be fine pie chart me I can take oh. it <laughs> <laughs> I can take it I've been cut up 
Cut up low. Cut me up. Cut me up. You get, he's not mid-level, so that's not fair. Wait, I'm, what am I? If I'm not mid-level. Oh, snap. I'm like a... All right, I just... I'm like a sedan. <laughs> I'm like a nice Prius from like 2015. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll take it. You are a Prius con. But I have a 2012 Prius. Ooh. That's right. Prius. I'm you're, not a 2012 Prius. You're Prius crew. I'm like I, a 20, I mean, for like a brand new person with no experience in the industry, you're not going to expect them to have right. a high level of technical knowledge. Yeah. True. You know what I mean? You're gonna. They're going to be... Deficient, and I don't know what that pie chart would even more, look more like. More like, what's your ideal pen tester? Let's talk about ideal. Ideal? Yeah, I mean, ideally. you want somebody that's proficient in everything. I mean, ideally speaking, ideally. they can do everything well. Um, yeah. They're autonomous, uh, yeah, and true. you know, and they and they have reports that are on time and well written and easily understood by myself and the client. Um, mm-hmm. I guess a pie chart wouldn't be the best graph for. Well, what about like a histogram? It's not like twenty five percent. Is the Instagram like twenty five percent? You know, it should be like hundred hundred. Instagram's like a bar chart where the bars are connected. I think. Oh, which is bars. I think that's what a histogram is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Histogram. He knows histograms. Well, I mean, I, I'm not a project Eric manager. I don't know charts. It's, that's difficult to pie chart. Yeah, I mean, like for you, for instance, right? I mean, what, what would you say your pie chart was Come when on you? Now, <laughs> yeah. no. Why don't you pie yourself know. first before <laughs> we gotta pie you? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, what were you deficient in? Well, a pie chart has to add up to 100%, and some people just aren't there. Yeah. You know, like, there'll be 20% technical knowledge, 20% report writing, and 80%. And that's the thing. What's the other 80%? 60%. The thing that's bad about the pie chart is because, like, if you do 25% pen test, well, if your your pen test doesn't necessarily detract from your ability to be able to report right. So it's like, you could actually be... like 55% good at pen tests and then 55% good at report. You know what I'm saying? Is 110%. That, they don't, I know. They don't subtract is my point. I think the way to look at the pie chart then would be like what things you would need to work on. So then if you come in, you would say like, okay. oh, maybe this person needs to work 80% on their report writing and 20% on their technical abilities. Whereas like most people who would come in, you'd probably weight them at like a 60-40. Like I'd say they're like 60% of time needs to be working on maybe their technical abilities, and then yeah. 40% of the time they need to be working on the soft skills. You know what I mean? And then it, it'll slowly just decrease. Like their technical abilities will probably get lesser as they increase in their career path, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And then eventually you just convert to full management like me, and you just do a lot of sales work, and I'm 100% soft skills at this point. So, <laughs> Well, you have your, like, Jeep pin or something, right? Or you took a SANS class? Yeah, I have a couple. Of, yeah. So, I, you know, I had an uphill battle learning all the technical things as well. I mean, I, I was straight in management for most of my career. And this being my first pen test firm, I've had to learn a lot um, from you guys. So it's, it, I think it's awesome, you know, to surround myself with people that are smarter than mm-hmm. me. I think it's the best world to live in. Um, I don't want to be the smartest person in a room ever, to be honest with you. Yeah. So, um, I do like that. I've leaned on you before. I think I've asked you about, yeah, um, the hashes that you were cracking. Oh, yeah. You've helped me out. Uh, that's another bonus for pen testers when we have to do retesting, being flexible, helping us, squeezing mm. it in your schedule somewhere, making it happen. That's always a benefit. Um, yeah. And I always ask you guys, like, what does this mean? What is that? So, you guys are kind of my learning tool as well. So, Thank you for taking the time and explaining things to me because you don't have to. Yeah. But you do. We hire the best. And thank you for the hours. (laughs) 
Yes. The hours that are always good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for my paycheck. <laughs> Cool. Um, well, yes, yeah. that does it. Right? Well, yeah. So I just wanted I wanted to cover now that we're good on that. I wanted to talk about some fun facts because David, you have been bombed, oh. and a lot of people I feel like don't know that. Yeah. What? Yes. We don't man. share that very often. Yeah. And are you yeah. okay? <laughs> you okay with yeah. That? No. Uh, yeah. yeah. I was. Uh, and I was in Baghdad, Iraq, and a few places in Afghanistan, and I, I've survived. Bombings. That's why he's so cool and collected all the time. You kind of have to be after yeah. that, right? He is so. like this all the time. He could be in full rage mode, and he will still look like this and talk like this. It's amazing. Yes. I am furious I right now. <laughs> yeah. I just internalize a lot more, I think, than most people. Like Some people yeah. really emotionally ex... What is it called? Extra... Uh, Wear their yeah. heart on their sleeves, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, their emotions are... I'm not always like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe at home I am, you know, with my wife, because I'm more vulnerable with her. Sure. But around other people, I'm just more reserved, because I just think nonstop. Have you noticed any physical side effects from internalizing? <laughs> yeah, I'm losing my hair. No. Uh, <laughs> allergies, right? Now yeah. yeah. Allergies I'm, I'm allergic out. to hazelnuts. I found that out. The other day. Oh, really? Wow. It came out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Maybe. You. I mean, maybe I'm just stressing, you know? Yeah. I haven't gained any weight since high school, so maybe that's what's going on. Maybe mm. that's why I can't gain any weight. So, I cannot yeah. uh, relate. <laughs> Maybe you need to start internally stressing right, more. Yeah. You'll lose I hair, stressing, yeah. but you won't gain weight. Wear sunglasses and you. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> blue blue blocking sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. Is, is that what those are? Those they blue are, light blocking. Yeah, they're uh, blue light blocking glasses. My sister got a pair of those. I, I've been thinking about it. They're kind of life changing. I used to drive home after work, and like I would get like a tunnel vision. And you would only see like the the yellow lines in the road, you know, and you couldn't focus anywhere else. And now I feel like it's opened up a new world. I can see everything. Yeah, it makes everything brighter it. too. I, I feel blame like this guy until he was yeah. hired. I never bought him. Exactly. Oh yeah, you yeah. had a pair when I we were... started the uh, trend. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I don't mean to brag, but but you killed it though because you started getting more of them. And I I've got like, a few sets of them now. now. I'm jealous. Oh, wow. That's the problem with my personality though. Like I see something I want, and I'm like, I gotta have like every version of it. So I start buying all of them. The shoes are nice. You got fresh shoes. Ninety to 150 pairs of shoes laying around my house. Oh my word. Well, I wear them like two or three times I'm like now nah, they got scuffed I'm throwing them out now or I'll just turn them into lawn shoes you know or they're, <laughs> wait what are oh lawn my. shoes you cut the grass in yeah you cut the grass and it's like oh. you go outside and spray paint yeah. the, okay. the shed or something mm-hmm. you know just work shoes that's funny right yeah it's cool so, interesting yeah it yeah. is interesting it, that's weird right <laughs> yeah. we all have our little <laughs> that's birds, a good word for weird <laughs> that's Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. Because I'll drive around in like a 96 Civic that's worth $3, but I have (laughs) pairs of shoes that are worth more than a car payment that I'll buy every month. And I can just get myself a new car that actually starts, you know? We all put our money in different ways. We all have our different interests. Yeah. The non pentest related topics, guys. Yeah. That's what (laughs) my life is like. Yeah. Did you have any other fun facts? Or was the same That's the one I knew. You have a cat. That's, that's, that's a fun fact. <laughs> I have two cats. I work a lot. That's about my life. Like, it's awesome. Are your cats chill? Yes, they're my babies. Oh. In your house, you have a really cool house. <laughs> <laughs> that's an inside joke. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. that's an inside joke. Um, yeah. Yes. I assumed that her house was really nice. Why? Because she stays home. She works from home a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. And her personality. She just seems like she has a nice... Well, no, you used to do realty. That's why. 
too. Oh, the realtors too. do have nice houses. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yep. See? That's yeah. a fact. There it is. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. Sweet. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming on the show. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, guys. Apply fun. at Coal Fire. We'd love to have you. Yes. Learn mobile apps. Learn, Learn mobile apps, web <laughs> apps, reporting. Get some blue light blocking glasses. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Blue light glasses. blocking blah, blah, glasses. Blue light glasses. Pie chart. Yeah. Get Sorry. them <laughs> and pie chart your life. Pie chart. Change everything. No, we won't yeah, make right. you do that. Pie chart. <laughs> <laughs> That's Nate's book. Yeah. <laughs> pie chart your life. Right. All right, cool. Well, thank you guys. Yeah, uh, thank you. Catch us uh, next time, episode nine, coming up in a month. Right? Soon, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Sweet. Right. Cool, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you for joining us. And cut. <laughs> we